Welcome to Unstoppable You with Christine Patton. Does it seem like something could be holding you and your business back from your dream of great success? Can you put your finger on what that is? In today's show, you'll learn the tools and patterns that will guide you toward the success that you dream of. Now, here is your host, Christine Patton. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unstoppable You with me, Chris Patton. This is where we talk about empowerment, resilience, and passion, and how it all works to conquer the game of business, because you ought to know this by now, you are your business. So I trust you enjoyed the holidays with your loved ones, whether that's family or friends. This year, my family was my friends, and it was most enjoyable, although I do miss my family in Ontario. And I hope you had a chance to relax and play because that time is so precious. Now, this last year, we've had a lot of time. Well, some of us have had time off, but purposeful play is a whole different thing than just sitting around being anxious. So I hope you had some time to purposefully play and enjoy your loved ones. And here we are in a new year. Oh, my goodness. 2021. How many of you thought we would never get here? I was one of those. And the question asked is, has anything changed? Well, maybe not quite yet. But things are always changing in the unseen. So relax and trust the universe to have your back. All parts of our lives are constantly growing and changing, whether you know it, like it, or not. So let's be positive, the most positive we can be every moment, and intend the best for ourselves And of course, for humanity as a whole, for our brothers and sisters. Today, I have a very special guest for you. Like the phoenix who rose from the ashes of his life, he became someone who is loved and cherished as a connector and a liberator of the shackles that hold everyone back. And the way I look at it is this. If Paul can come back from what he came back from, better and stronger than ever in his person, so can all of us. Now, you might note there's a plethora meaning there's lots of material available these days online about how to recreate and reconnect with ourselves and to take steps towards new beginnings, even if we can't see where we're going. And this is incredible. It shows that we live in a world of loving, caring, and compassionate people willing to step out and help others. And I feel that myself as a loving embrace. People want to be held Maybe not helped, but they want to be held. And I know I'm deeply grateful for this show and the ability to provide, first of all, to meet amazing people, some of whom I didn't ever know before, but to ask them questions that provide hope and inspiration for all of us in very, very different ways. I'm so grateful. And I count these people among my friends these days. So how do you know who to listen to? The trick to connecting with your deepest truth is to know this. So how do you do that? Follow your heart and your gut for how you feel when you're listening. Or even when you evaluate whether to dedicate your time and your attention to any program, any podcast, any video, whatever, on the internet. How does it make you feel? If the information or the person lights you up, then listen and follow along. If not, simply move on. It's not your thing or not the time. Either way, it's not right or wrong, good or bad. It's just not a fit for you at the moment. And that goes for anything in your life. So I hope you're here today because you've chosen to be here, because you like what we talk about here. Um, and, and so the same thing for the show then. If you resonate with a message or a person, make sure to follow them and learn more. So simply email me at chris at powerwithin.ca and I can hook you up. So back to today's guest, Mr. Paul Rogers. Welcome, Paul. It's nice to have you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to be here with you too, my friend. So I'm going to read your biography. And I I do this because I don't want to mess up when I'm trying to introduce somebody because it's really important that people understand who you are and not have my interpretation, right? So here goes. Paul Rogers' mission is to help others experience the power and journey of transformation to find their inner passion and true purpose. And who doesn't want to know that? He has had four careers, starting as a successful commercial lawyer in the United Kingdom, transitioning to a kite surf instructor, because they're alike, and I can say that because I did a similar thing, working as a teacher on a native Cree reserve, and is now a life coach and transformational expert. 
Paul has lived in three different countries, has come through two personal life devastating changing tragedies. One is cancer. Two is a traffic accident with a train, which generally we don't win those. And he and his wife sustained life-changing injuries, severe TBI and CPTSD, which we'll talk about. Paul helps those who are facing or have faced trauma, whether it's financial, physical, emotional, or mental. He wants us to know that we're not defined by our stories, but we are by the lessons learned. He is a keynote speaker and sought-after speaker who regularly speaks at virtual summits. He's a podcast guest, as he is today and a host of his own podcast called Release the Genie, which I've been on, and it was tons of fun. Paul runs a speaking course, a public speaking course called Find Your Voice, and he's an Ikigai coach and director of Core Mentors Associates. Tell me a bit, I asked you this before we started, Paul. Did I say it right? Ikigai. Ikigai, yes. Ikigai, sorry, I didn't mess it up. Okay, tell me a little bit about that, because I'm curious. Yeah, it's um, it's a Japanese word, um, and actually, it doesn't have any English translation. The closest you can get is what gets you out of bed in the morning, mm. and what it does is, and, and I kind of discovered this um, by accident. Sometimes you just find things, and they just pop out, and and so. But there's that gut thing, right? Yeah. What, what lights you up? What feels good in the moment? Do it. Yeah. And, and I found this book, which uh, I thought, oh, this is interesting. And then it's, it, everyone will recognize this when I describe it. It's the Venn diagram, which yeah. one says what you're good at, what you love, and reality check, which is basically if you are good at something and you don't make any money, it's just a dream. If you love doing something and you're good at it, it's just a hobby. So the idea is that where it crosses in the middle, which effectively combines your purpose and passion, that is your ikigai word. And it's, it's really, um, because when you start it, it's really not what you expect it to see. And yeah, that's um, interesting. Yeah. And, and, and I was so impressed by it that I actually I became an instructor in it because it's such a good fun way um, to actually finding something when, which, as you say, lights you up, is the reason you get out of bed every morning, which I think is just a, such a wonderful um, translation, even though it hasn't got a, a proper translation. Right. And uh, I think that's kind of thing which, especially now, everyone needs that type of thought, purpose, encouragement. So... Um, yeah, it's it's the idea. Sorry to interrupt. It's the idea that draws you. Um, I was talking to uh, I think my son yesterday, Scott, who's been on the show a couple of times, and I was talking about you know we want to stop being pushed by our pain, and we now want to be pulled by inspiration. And so it's finding that what what is inspiration for us, and so many ideas. But the bottom line is finding that sweet spot your passion, combine your passion and your purpose. That is for everybody in some fashion, I think. I, I totally agree. And when I look deeper into it, as, as you said, I was a kite surfing instructor. Now, for that, to, to master and harness the wind, you can't beat the wind. You can't beat the sea you're on. But right. when you push the bar up and when you, and when you find that perfect spot where everything is the in sweet harmony, spot. Yeah. yeah. And people call it, and I used to call it, look, find the sweet spot where if there's, there is virtually no resistance, but maximum joy, speed. And um, that is, that is a question of pushing and pulling the bar in until your, your kite sheet, because it's very like sailing, finds that perfect point where you can just harness rather than master the elements. Right. I love that. And and I, I'm, I've, I've been a coach for athletes. I had been for many years. Haven't done it recently, but um, we used to talk about that sweet spot um, on the tennis racket or your golf club. Uh, same idea, but you've got to find it and it takes time to find it. Right. So I want to talk to you about how you found your new life. And it's a fascinating story. It's horrifying and it's wonderful. In this, It's like driving by the accident and you don't want to look, but you look. But um, that, that's, this is knowing who you are now, Paul, is just uh, quite amazing. So enough from me. You've got an interesting story to tell. Let's start with, let's start with the beginning, where you came from. And we came from the same 
profession. So I get it. So tell me about yours. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, my story starts, and I, don't worry, I'm not going to go right back to the holiday snacks. <laughs> I was born. And <laughs> it's like, oh, no. It's, oh, it's like fame being interested. No, it's, it, it's, I call this my overnight success, which, called, which took 21 years to make. Right. Yes. Um, and yes, um, Christine's right. I started off as a commercial lawyer back in 1999. So last century. Oh, my God, that makes me sound like I'm ancient. Oh, um, we're both 35, my friend. Just well, that, That's that, all like, you need to know, anybody. Yeah, I, I'm 35. Peter Pan. I like that. So, um, <laughs> so, yes, I started off as a commercial lawyer. And um, I did about 11, 10, 11 years. So I worked my way up to being a partner. I did commercial law, which was kind of, you know, kill or be killed most of the time. So very aggressive, sort of wear your, your medallion on your open shirt with your hair spreading out, the whole sort of crack walnuts on biceps. And I got to the point where actually... I was materially wealthy. I had all the things which would seem that I had a perfect life, but inside I was bankrupt emotionally right. um, and I was stuck. And I followed what, what was disappointing is I kind of followed what life and what the society says, you know, go to university, then get a good job, be successful. And then it kind of just peters out. And at that point there, I started looking for something which I was passionate about, which was kite surfing. That was my hobby. Right. So I wasn't actually that good at it. I just thought, well, I'm going to go and get good at this. And uh, I think this is going to be a living I can live off. Now, let me and tell there's you. there's your purposeful play. Exactly. Really? And, and what, I, <laughs> what I stopped doing at that point, and I've ever done it ever since, is listening to my head. And instead listening to my heart instead, which um, has never, ever let me down. And you call it yes. your gut or anything else. And um, that's taken me from a international kite surfer, which is a Cayman Island and England. Wow. Um, and everyone would say, well, that was really good. But unfortunately, um, my business partner decided that I needed to stop that and uh, to go away, which I did. Um, I see. So I kind of lost all that. Um, but there is Again, there's life showing you. Okay, dude, it, the, the exactly. train is switching tracks. <laughs> Whether you're coming along and you better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, life sometimes doesn't give you the option. It's not kind, yes. No, and, um, and opportunity is rarely walking around with a big sign wrapped around the neck saying, opportunity. It Find me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It usually comes wearing the clothes of a terrible ending or something which at the time doesn't make any sense. Unfortunately, that's exactly so, um, what happens. And mm -hmm. it's the skill then of being open, even though you're hurting, that mm -hmm. being open enough to see that there is another opportunity, but you have to be ready um that's not saying you don't pay attention to the painful ending it's right. just saying that you you keep yourself so you are ready for the next thing that comes along and my next thing that came along was to send me up to working as a teacher on a native indian reserve now that was not in my 10-year plan or anything else <laughs> like that it, that was not scripted well, how, okay, and I know you did that. How did that come along? Like, how did that opportunity come to you? Well, we were looking for a job. We were owned back in Quebec. Um, this is you and your wife. Yeah, my and my wife. She's a Quebecer. Right. And so we looked for something which would sustain both of us because I was in the process of emigrating. And the only jobs paying a lot of money was way up north on the Indian Reserve. So we... We borrowed my father, um, my father, my brother-in-law's car to drive up there, and my wife got the job. Um, so we started living our lives up north, um, and that is a real, real eye-opener. They are, they've got problems like everyone else, but they are in touch with the land. The whole mm. village rotates around the hunting seasons, mm. so. Goose break, moose break. And ah, the, the village is a proper hunting village. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it really shows you that our time we keep 
it's man-made and you can change and live time however you want. So that was a really good perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, For several reasons. The natural yeah. way of living in tune with the planet, which yeah. I think the indigenous cultures have traditionally done, but also the way of looking at life. It's a yeah. whole different ballgame, right? Beautiful. It, it is exactly. And uh, it's actually very refreshing. Mm, nice, um, especially after what you've you'd come through, mm. and that's your career in law, and then the kite surfing. But it was just kite surfing. You're not just out in the water. You're running a business to mm. make money, right? And so you know the root there is always the money issues, mm-hmm. which I'm not saying money's not important. It is, but that's how you look at it, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Interesting. So um, now you've and you've been in Quebec for how long now? I'm now a Quebec resident. I Congratulations. Years. Thank you. So I, I had to salute the Queen, which is kind of weird. Um, but yes, no, I am Because now, she was your neighbor at one point? Well, of course. <laughs> so I am now dual citizenship. Congratulations. So we're heading for a break. And for those of you listening, we are going to get to the transformational event that sent Paul into a different, a completely different direction in his life. So we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Don't go away. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned into Unstoppable You. To reach Christine Patton or her guest on the show today, Please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email during the week to chris at powerwithin.ca. Now, back to Unstoppable You. Hello, and we're back. We were dancing through that. I hope you are, too. (laughs) Oh, today's a weird day. Um... If you're just joining us, I'm here with Paul Rogers, who lives in Quebec and is going to tell us quite a story in a few moments. He's transitioned from a, I know you were involved in the auction world, uh, more Mm. particularly in the United Kingdom. I remember that. Um, Did very well in law, but as you said earlier, you found yourself feeling bankrupt inside, all the trappings on the outside. Then became a, a kite surfer. Uh, ran a business, Northern England, and in the Caymans, I think you said, yep. uh, which is cool. And now you are in Quebec teaching, uh, your wife is, um, on the <clears throat> Native Cree Reserve uh, and all the beautiful things that happened there. Okay. So I'm just going to simply say, what happened next? <laughs> Take a second. I think, you know, I think it's, um, it's a very short question. The answer is slightly more complicated. So Complicate it. We do, like complicated. Do it. We so, like complicated. Um, the after we sort of had done our living in three different countries, we're settled now in Quebec. Um, and you alluded to two um, personal traumas. Um, the first was in 2014. Um, I got that 
terrible, terrible call that no one ever wants to he- hear, the dreaded C word. And I've been through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it, and to be honest, it, it's kind of like that feeling when your stomach falls through the floor and and it, and it is, it's terrible. And you go numb, right? You yeah. go numb. It's like, oh my God, it's just really yeah. happening. And, and my wife came home from, from sort of for the lunch break and there was me on my knees and she's like, well, what, what's happened? And <laughs> try to actually put that in words. And so it was skin cancer mm-hmm. and it was a biopsy. They said, ah, don't worry, it's going to be fine. And it didn't come back that way. So right. they rushed me over back to England and um, I had three surgeries because they, I can't just have a normal one. I have to have the one with all singing, all dancing. <laughs> You take the scenic route with all the bells and the, and the trappings. Well, of yeah. course, I golf I mean, like that. Just so you know, <laughs> I, mean, I use the whole course. <laughs> yeah, this this one had a rah rah skirt on and, and pom poms, and so Excellent. It, it decided it needed to take a walk up to my lymph nodes. Now that's kind of like the telephone exchange for the body. Yes, and so. Um, not being a particularly gambling man, they gave me my odds. And so they decided quite sensibly to take all of them out from under my right armpit, which is a very similar operation to what ladies have with breast cancer. Right. Um, and that was traumatic. Um, actually, the thing they never tell you about cancer is that when you suddenly get the all clear, and everyone goes, yep, no, you can get back on with your life now. It's like <laughs> my, my whole life got put in the toilet. There is no life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, and then, then all your friends turn away because you're like, you're better now. And the medical profession says to turn away. So it gets very lonely. Right. Um, and that's, they, know, they don't talk about that. So that's really yeah. difficult. Bing, you're better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything's good now. Off carry on, carry yeah, on. So, as you were, and it's like, well, <laughs> my whole what, life. What was that? Yeah, I can't remember. And okay. so, but that was actually just the warm-up act for what was to follow. Right. You'd kind of think that life had got bored of me at that point. But um, in 2018, um, in March, so we're pretty much near, well, halfway through the winter up north, because it usually lasts for about six months. Um, we've had white Halloweens. That's kind of the normal up there. Yeah. And so they, they, the snow had piled quite high. Now, the reason I t- tell you this is becomes uh, apparent in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, we were driving back, um, my wife, my two-year-old son, my wife has sat in the back seat, and I have a beautiful white husky Malumut. And we were driving over an unmanned railway cross- crossing when a train struck the car. Um, it didn't just glance blow it, it T-boned the car and it took it down the track. Um, destroyed the car and effectively destroyed us. M- my wife and I had to wake up 10 days later in ICU. Um, and I didn't know who I was for months. Um, my wife had um, different injuries to me. So it's kind of strange, same accident, but very different injuries and they're called TBIs. Now I had to go and look that up because I had no clue what that actually meant. And that's a traumatic brain injury. Mm -hmm. Um, People say concussion. Oh, you know, that's a mild concussion. They are still TBIs. And (laughs) when people start to draw mild and medium and severe, that's, that, that's not helpful. Um, So when I did wake up, First of all, I didn't know who I was for months. Wow. Um, And I didn't feel like I occupied my own head, which was very strange. Mm -hmm. And I had a broken C6, so a a fractured neck um, and uh, a broken three and four, so broken parts of the back and a smashed skull. Um, There are only a few things I can remember from um, that period. Um, And... I know that my parents were called in the UK. They got that. I mean, just imagine that call. No, I can't even. No. You know, and it, it, as a parent myself, it makes my heart pull. Um, mm-hmm. And they got that call saying, you need to come over to Canada because when you get here, we're going to want you to make the final decision. So they were told that they needed to come over and effectively switch my machine off. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Sitting on a seven-hour plane journey is bad enough anyway. You can't talk to anyone. But knowing that the clock is not going to move past that 12 o'clock hand, 
And so they arrived, and of course, we're up north, so they have to take a sort of a, a little shuttle up north. And the day before, or the night before, my wife woke up. And so she said, well, I want to go and see Paul. So they brought her down. She can't remember this. And so she brought her down, and she talked to me. I was asleep. Now, I reason I say asleep because it's far more Disney than actually what was the reality. And so she talked to me and then went back. The next day, when my parents arrived, now, they don't speak French. Um, the, they ran. The IC workers ran and hugged them and said, um, forget everything we said. He's awake. But we have done nothing. We changed nothing. So we're going to call this a miracle. Now, Absolutely. Wow. When I see you workers start saying that, you tend to, you know, listen, listen because, you know, oh, it's a miracle, you know. Well, you know, this really was. And um, it's, it, <laughs> when, you say, when you hear the word life-changing, you don't really get what that means until everything, everything stops. Your whole life, I didn't know where I was. I... <laughs> I haven't been able to work. Uh, I'm a resourceful soul, so I have found ways in which I can do things. Um, And I have got CPTSD, which is complex PTSD. Go figure, being run over by a train kind of does that to you. Um, I would imagine, yeah. (laughs) But you're alive, alive. Oh, my. And um, they kept asking me in the hospital, they kept saying, oh, you know, your girlfriend's next door. And I said, I haven't got a girlfriend, I've got a wife. So st- you stop please saying that you've got a girlfriend. <laughs> that starts just nasty rumors. Just yeah. like, stop that. And, and, uh, and they, they said, um, he lost a lot of weight. And, okay, I've been on uh, sort of liquids to drip for 10 days. And I said to the nurses, I said, well, you know, I'm going to Bring call this a cheesy, my, a cheesy burger. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I'm going to call this my train crash diet. And I thought, oh, oh, I said, well, uh, too soon? Was it too soon? <laughs> I mean, so I've, look at your sense of humor. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, I have found one of the things that's really got me through this, and I would thoroughly recommend it to, to everyone listening, is a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. A sense of humor goes a very, very long way. Um, you, you can't take yourself too seriously because if you do that, then you start down a very different path. And usually you can tell how funny I am because I always thought I was funny. But, hey, even now, I mean, you can tell how funny I am by how scared I am. Now, mm. there's this little antidote which um, – I was being taken down for a seven-hour brain operation, which is effectively to scoop all the smashed bone out of my brain. Um, The viewers can't see this, but my right-hand side of my face is actually still paralyzed. Um, And so I was down in the the surgery room. So they were like, you know, your blood pressure is really high. You know, your heart's going really fast. And they asked this question, are you scared? I mean, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> be ridiculous. What do you mean? I faced a train. I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I hit butted that really, that does not work. Um, and okay. I said, I now know. I don't I have know. to do that again. <laughs> it's not one of the bucket list things I can right. tell you. No, take it uh, off your bucket list. Yeah. Very good. And advice. I said, no, I'm not scared. I'm just really excited. And <laughs> Which, and I said, don't confuse my blood pressure with being fear. I'm just really excited. Now, my surgeon was absolutely killing himself next door. And apparently, I went on like this. And I think they just like, just give him the dose to shut him up. (laughs) Sir, please count down from 100 now. now. (laughs) Um, And, um, oh, wow. And so that was very traumatic. Um, And Mm -hmm. my wife's recovery has been very different because she had to have a large part of her skull removed um, Mm. because it was a closed injury. So her recovery has been very different to mine because mine was all around the neck and the very front of my my brain. Um, But there's this story which I always use to signify hope. And you remember I mentioned that I had a beautiful white husky Malumut. Well, mm-hmm. on the impact, the firefighters said to us or told us and we got notified that um, on the impact, he jumped over the back seat to land on top of my wife and two-year-old. And he saved them from certain death. But he gave his life 
in the process. Um, and, you know, he wasn't asked to do that. He wasn't. No. That's he, a natural inclination. He did that on, on instinct. That was his purpose. Right. And it's a story not for pity. It's a story just to show you that however dark, however destructive things are, there is always a story of hope and love and compassion if you just be willing to see it. And a plan. There's a plan. There's yep. a good plan. There's a reason why. For even sure. even in tragedy, even in horror. And I hope you don't think I'm making light of your journey. You know I'm not. Yeah. Uh, but but the humor thing, yeah, it's got to be there. To, to be honest, you know, <laughs> I, well, I I have a psychologist. Hey, how, how Hollywood do I sound? You know, he's he's on speed dial, and um, he, he's and I asked him about something that's coming up, and I said I was scared. What do you think I did? And he said, you cracked a joke and made them laugh. I said, yes, bingo. He said, you know, I know you so well. Um, and so you your know, dog. Your yeah. Dog. What I was mean, your dog's name? His name was uh, Siku. And he was, a, uh, to be honest, he, we got him from an animal rescue. And he was such, uh, you know, he was such a sort of scared little thing. And, and you know, they always be, oh, you can't have a big dog around a child. Well, you know, there was never any of that. He was, I mean, beautiful mm-hmm. um and I, I i've written some books um we'll get into that and it's called the white wolf way right. and it's my love letter to him to say thank you and if you look in the books um which i co-wrote with a uh, with somebody called kate summer um and um if you, you'll see that there is actually a picture of him inside the book. Um, and so, yes, <laughs> how do you salute bravery? How do you acknowledge bravery and courage? You know, I believe there are angels around us, angels that breathe, and it doesn't mm. matter what form they take. There's trees, think- there's, there's dogs, there are insects, people, the etheric yeah. There are all kinds of people around us for our good. I believe I mean, that. To be honest, I don't believe in coincidences anymore. So, Heavens you know, go, go figure. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the prospects of that happening, you've got mostly more chance walking up to a complete stranger and guessing their mobile number completely correctly. Um, newsflash, I also buy lottery tickets now because if the, if the worst could happen, then, I, hey, I'm hoping... The best the, can happen. Yeah, I'm hoping the yin and I'm hoping the yang's going to catch up anytime soon. Exactly. The pendulum swings as fully one way as it does the other. That's good. I like that. So um, that gives people hope because however bad the pendulum has swung for one way, it will swing back because that's nature's law. That's not our law. That's not a man-made thing. That is the nature's law of rhythm. That's why the yes. sun comes up. That's why the moon comes up. That's why the seasons change. It cycles. Exactly. Yeah. Life moves in cycles. And if, and if you note for our listeners how you seem to go down, um, you can look at it either way, but there's, there's, um, there's growth, there's expansion, and there's contraction. And it shows up in many natural rhythms in life. I mean, even our economy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact is that your life will grow, but we have to integrate it. So we have to take that time to step back and allow things to integrate. And then we're ready for more growth. And if you look at your life, and I've, I've had to these last two years, I've been learning that. And embrace that because it's going to happen. Like this is not something we can control. So it's learning to embrace the natural cycle or rhythm of our lives. And that's the growth the expansion and contraction. So I, I'm glad you brought that up because that's that was an important thing for me. It's like, ah, oh, I feel crappy again. Things aren't working, whatever. And whatever cycle it was. And then I, I just had to learn it's okay. It's okay. I'm integrating. This is the important part, the piece of my of my overall growth, right? I, I agree. And you know, the all the middle bit always looks messy. There of is course never, it does. And it feels and, terrible. And, yeah. And and so that you can't have a straight middle. It's always messy. But what you can do is you can you can look at your style, and more importantly, look at and this is kite surfing again. Look where you're landing and mm-hmm. concentrate on that because vision. That's, yep. that's the difference yep. between actually making it or not. Exactly. Good for you. Love it. Okay. So, how long did it take you to get out of the hospital? Um, 
<laughs> 10 days and then straight into rehab. And I discharged myself after 10 days because... Um, because I'm, that's normal. What did you do that for? <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Yeah. And you continue your rehab to today, right? You're mm, still working mm. through those issues. Absolutely. And that's important to note. You told me you're, there's still pain almost every day, every day. You've yeah. got limitations you, you're learning to live with. From boundaries. someone who's a very high-functioning individual. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, boundaries have been completely changed. And right. learning the new boundaries has been the secret of actually keeping it sane. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like the advice of when you're going through something or when you're even just going through the feelings of something that is not comfortable. Be in it. Experience the feelings. Ask what it is. What have I got to learn from this, right? And that's, that's what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, you only know how to win if you know how to lose. Attaboy. Okay. Well, we're going into another commercial break. I'm here with Paul Rogers. Uh, We're talking currently about being in the ashes, but we're going to come back about how to become the Phoenix. Don't go away. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. You're tuned into Unstoppable You. To reach Christine Patton or her guest on the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email during the week to chris at powerwithin.ca. Now, back to Unstoppable You. And we're back. Hello, everyone. Listeners, we're here with Paul Rogers talking about his extremely interesting journey and how he's come back from the ashes to rise like the phoenix, because that's what you are, Paul. Mm. So, yeah, following the accident, passion, purpose. Let's get into that. Yeah, I mean, when I woke up, something very different had happened. um, And this will sound very markety and and you know, woke and everything, but I had this burning desire to help others. Um, And I do realize that um, I got a second roll of the dice. I also realized that there is a reason why I wasn't allowed to check out then. Um, And hey, (laughs) I'm fairly articulate. Now, where I have my injury, I shouldn't even be able to speak. Really? Interesting. So that's been spared amongst all the other sort of broken bits up there. And that's been spared. And there's worry, oh, you lose your emotions. And we weren't able to see our little boy for months because we weren't well enough. And then we had to do it with supervised visit to make sure that we haven't emotionally blunted. And, And that's just... I mean, that's just a whole... That's excruciating. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and 
And now, I mean, five, he's four years old. Um, he, he, no, five years old. He just he, turned five. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for that, Christine. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> just rely on me for the yeah. fact. It's okay. There's a funny story about that. Um, my wife and I decided to hide his presents up. And so it came to the fifth. And so my wife said, well, you know, where are the presents? And I said, well, I have no idea. We- <laughs> you? No. <laughs> so we had to that's say. Com- to- oh, my God, that's a comedy show. So, you know, I had, we had to say to, um, oh, well, you know, you're going to have your presents when you come home. We spent the day trying to find them because, <laughs> so we had a note to self, don't hide presents and not write it down. With two people with TBI, bad news. So, um <sighs> That's funny. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll again, look, see, that. that's, 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 the there's the humor. Yeah. And, that's a good story. Know, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, I could have got really down about it and, and, and hey, and I'm angry not, and yeah. frustrated and irritated, right? That would have been most people's reaction. And, you know, it's, it, it, there's always a choice on everything we do and everything. Bingo. And it's either a reaction, which means you're effectively dragged around by the by event. It. Yes. Or a response where you, and it takes exactly the same length of time to make that decision. It could be walking away from something. Don't be obsessed with being right. Be obsessed with being kind. You don't actually need to prove anyone right or yourself right. Right. The four agreements. Yeah. I mean, so actually, if you have an option, choose kind. It's not going to hurt. You'll feel good about yourself. So everyone, and no messes to clean up. Yeah, no For apologies. One. Yeah, no apologies to go and make later, which is always kind of like I'm. Um, I'm really sorry about earlier. Because <laughs> you won't remember. Well, yeah, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of nice because um, I can't remember who I've offended and upset. They come and tell me instead. So you have a clear conscience. All right, my oh, my boy. I sleep, I sleep well at night. Well, I, I, I mainly because of the drugs, but I do sleep. <laughs> but, um, Oh dear. Yeah, I mean, so it, and what I liken this to, and, and the reason why I've been so keen to tell my story is that this time we are all going through a trauma and no trauma is better or greater or than anyone else's. The trauma is real to the person going through it. And there's lots of people hurting at the moment. There's lots of people, there's lots of unsung heroes. We're not, you know, we got the obvious ones, the frontline workers, but the ones who we don't see, the, the parent holding it together, the, the parent having to school their children and- And work. Yeah, and, and a whole area of people who now the schools are shut. And so people are really hurting. That is courage. That is feeling that fear. As Susan Jeffries said in her well-known book, feel the fear and do it anyway. Right. And Love that book. Courage is, courage is not being fearless. Courage is being scared and still doing it. Doing it anyway. Exactly. Um, and that's why if you really want to, <laughs> you can either learn by your mistakes. That's what clever people do. Geniuses learn by other people's mistakes. So um, I am offering <laughs> my mistakes for everyone to learn from and take something away from it. Um, take something which you can apply today. Um, don't rush off and buy, ex- well, hey, you can do what you want. I'm not here to tell you what you can and can't do. Right. But there's so much hope if you just listen to, to shows like this. Um, the junk food which is pumped in your brain about the news and everything, it's, it's kind of, as Christine said, you, it's kind of like when you drive past the, the fast food and you, you smell it, you know, oh, I, I, I fancy that. I won't say a name, but I, you fancy mm-hmm. that. And then you pull in and you have it and you're like, oh, yeah, that was really good. About two minutes afterwards, you're like, well, I, uh, I feel a kind of a bit sick now. And, <laughs> yep. uh, the, the sugar high, yeah, sugar high is gone. And, you know, that wine, <laughs> it's kind of like what we are hearing. Now, I'm not saying we stick our fingers in their ears and go, la, 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 I can't hear you. But I think you have to be selective. And, yes, um, absolutely. And this sort of show that you know this is this is a this is feel good this is where and people go and see these films feel good films that's why they call them that that's right um so yeah this is this is nothing different again choice choice of what to listen to and and yes the airwaves are full of fear 
Now, people don't understand what fear is. Tell me, tell me your take on fear. You know, we have love and fear. And I've said to people, you know, don't be in fear about this. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not scared of anything because we think fear is being scared. How would you, now I know I'm putting you on the spot. I've, I've, we've not talked about this, but what is fear actually to you? Um, fear is a subjective thing. Okay. I, one person could be scared of spiders, another person isn't. Where the problem is with fear is we try to use an objective standard to qualify it. We say, oh, well, he's got this label. She's got that label. Um, and that's dangerous. It, you know, mm. it doesn't take away from fear. So fear is something that just overwhelms you. Um, and it, and <laughs> the brain and the subconscious does not make any judgment between what is real and what is not real. So right. It will, it will make it will still label everything, and that puts you in the fight, flight, and freeze. Exactly, um, <clears throat> and <laughs> that doesn't help. That just gets you ready to respond to an external thing. Well, the other thing too is is the fear, the negativity, uh, mm-hmm. the anger that it generates, the resentment, the irritation, frustration, having to wear a mask, not being able to run your business, losing money, whatever, all the things that are happening all around the world. Um. That's not conducive to good health. And this is no. what I want, I want people to understand is the more you indulge in the junk food of the media these days, mainstream media, the less you are feeding your ability to build your immune system. You are staying in fight or flight. Fight or flight affects your heart, which affects your brain, which keeps you in that negativity loop. And what's happening is you have excess electricity in your system. So you're probably not sleeping well. <clears throat> Excuse me, you're excreting um, Uh, you are pumping cortisol, which is toxic to your cells. Now, cortisol is good in its own system of fight or flight. That's to get away from the saber-toothed tiger. And when it's over, you go back to normal. Trouble is we're always in this state because we're, it's perceived stress now. So this is the the heart math work that I do. So yeah, it's, um, so this is what reduces your immunity. So what do we need to do? right? We need to take inspiration. We need to take care of our health in whatever way we know. And if we don't know, learn, learn, get outside, breathe in oxygen, get in the sunshine, get movement, eat properly, uh, you know, and laugh, right? Paul, laugh, love your friends. Absolutely. I mean, (laughs) I've, you know, there are very few unfunny people around. And hey, if you, if you don't think you're funny, watch something which is funny everyone's got a favorite favorite comedian or show you know that i'm not saying binge on netflix but hey you could watch the odd show well whatever whatever floats your boat um and not as an escape but as a purposeful way to build good feelings and this is how i differentiate for myself for example if i'm in need of i just need space and i want to feel good and it's all i can think of to do in the moment i've done everything else i've meditated i've walked i've been out in the sun whatever i've laughed okay now i'll watch a show that makes me feel good or makes me laugh and that's the that's a different kind of um um what do you call it's it? A mean, it's, a mean, it's a means to an end rather right. than the end. So um, it keeps the vibration high. Exactly, and it's uh, we, we, and it, there's this sort of great misunderstanding. Well, happy people they don't have fear and worries. They do. It's, it's no a choice. Yeah, and and I mean, you can stand and you and the, the beauty of this is it's a thought. It's, you don't, you know, one thought is next to the other. You don't have to try hard, just let it come in. And I mean, I wrote a book about self-compassion. I, you know. Beautiful. I, I had no idea what self-compassion was beforehand. I most, but I mostly wrote it on my CV or my resume right next to basket weaving, spirituality, compassion. And now I really know what that means. Yeah, you know what? I had to learn over the last two years, I had to learn what self-love was. I knew that I had to develop self-love, but I didn't know what that meant. And now I have a much better idea. And that, if, if, if it helps to explain it, is I'm filling myself with God light. Now, I just say God because it's easy. Whoever mm. the creator is, my source, the omniscient, all-loving, powerful force in the universe, sure as hell isn't humans. We didn't create this. Something did way smarter than us. I would hope. Anyway, um, so I fill myself with that, whatever way I can do that. And that's the finding your bliss, right? That's the keeping the vibration high. And then, of course, we consider what are we feeding the field? 
Mm-hmm. And it's, we're only feel, feeding what's around us and the people around us with how we are operating. Thoughts, emotions, words, actions feeds the field. This is how we change the world. We don't have to go somewhere and do something unless we're called to. <clears throat> it's filling ourselves with, with love and light and mm-hmm. happiness and joy and fun and peace <laughs> and care and compassion and all of those words we love, right? Oh, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're juicy words and, um, yeah, they're far more positive. I mean, we all know what has been going on recently and we have a choice. We can, we can actually, and I've already seen some of the memes going around about it, so, um, <laughs> so which is quite funny. But, um, yeah, I think we have to not take life and ourselves so seriously um, because, we're all going to go to the same place anyway. There is nobody going to get out alive. Um, right. True. And we want to go, we want to go to that place used up having all the fun in the world. You don't want to give it back as in pristine condition. Cause they're like, what did you do? I gave That's you the a point. Exactly. Yeah. I, I saw this great quote, um, um, God or whatever you say meets a person who's just, who's come, come up to the gates. And he says, how was heaven? Exactly. So, <laughs> I love that. And that's what we've done today is we've just provided a little bit of, of how to find heaven. Paul, thank you so much. We unfortunately are hours over. Don't you hate that? We're just getting into this. Um, thank you for your unique story. I know the listeners got something very valuable today. I appreciate your presence and the work you're doing, Paul. Thank you very much. And to you, dear listeners, thanks for being here today. Um, I hope this message today resonates with you in some way that you can take something small and change it, um, change your life and, and feel better every day. Next week, my guest is Judy Fairburn, the co-CEO and fund managing partner for The 51, and you will love this organization. They want to see Canada increase financing for female-founded startups by 30% year over year. So join me next week to hear from Judy Fairburn about how this is happening and you're sure to be inspired. Have a super week and I'll meet you back here next week for Unstoppable You. Take care. Thank you for listening to Unstoppable You. Please join Christine Patton for another edition of the program next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, take what inspired you today, practice it, and watch how life unfolds for you on your path to success. We'll talk again next week. 